Welcome to the Man on Fire podcast with David Mailer. If you're looking to grow and become the man and king you were born to be, you're in the right place. Each week, David will provide men with tools, tips, and strategies for their business, relationship, body, heart, and mindset. Get ready to rise into your passion, power, and purpose, and live your life to its full potential. Now, let's dive in. All right, guys, what is up? It is your man on fire mentor, David Mailer, and I am coming to you live from a very special place today. I am in Big Sur, California, and I am celebrating my 10-year first kiss with my beautiful wife, Kathleen, and we're also going to be celebrating my birthday, which is April 3rd. So it's a very special weekend. I took four days off to be with nature, to be with my wife to come back home, to get grounded, to get back into an environment where I'm having the ability to dial into my intuitive knowing and have a beautiful connection under the stars with spirit, with God. Couldn't be a more fantastic weekend and the weather is pristine and it's perfect and the ocean is looking majestic. So I have all of you and I'm holding you all on my heart and I want to serve you guys big time today. So I know a lot of you will be showing up for this because you want to learn how do I deal with when I've broken her trust and what can I do to get it back? What happens when you have completely broken her trust and how do you handle that? What are the magic words and how long is she going to continue to punish you? And this is something that we're going to discuss. But before we get into today's topic, I want to address some of the Q&A that you guys submitted. So let's get into some of the questions and then we're going to jump into help. I've broken her trust but how much longer is she going to punish me? So here we go, guys. Let's get to the first question. This is from Drew Payne. Drew Payne. So Drew writes, when I was dating my ex-wife, I slept with another woman. I knew this wasn't right. It's what my mother did with my father's brother. I planned to be rid of and kill out that side. I committed to her, but she found out and it hurt her. We worked through it and got to a good spot. We made our vows, got married and started our life. But then after just recently having returned from Iraq, I went to Afghanistan and she cheated with other soldiers while I was gone. This led to a deep state of pain and suicide. I never got closure from this and I've carried it on to all my other failed relationships. I see it happening now with the woman I deeply and truly love. My wake up call. I'm done with this pattern. Can my lack of trust in myself be what's causing my lady's trust in me to waver? All right, Drew. First and foremost, I want to acknowledge you and thank you for being vulnerable and sharing something of that magnitude with us and giving me the privilege of sharing a little bit of feedback for you. So um, for guys that are brand new, I want to bring to your attention that I'm not here to give anybody advice. Advice is something that you have to be careful when you're receiving it from other people. While it might have the greatest of intention behind it, sometimes advice can be linked to uh somebody further insulating how they see things or how they see the world. So am I willing to offer you up suggestions because you're offering, uh, you know, offering up what you wrote us as a question? Yeah, of course. But my suggestions are more a perspective. I'm going to invite you into holding new perspectives. And then you have to ultimately choose what is the deepest level of truth that's inside of you. And that's what we do in our brotherhood, where we challenge men to come out of the solid or the solidity of the story that they're holding on to that doesn't serve you. And we're going to challenge you to visit other perspectives that might be residing at a higher level of truth and create an opening, a portal for you to live into that. 
And when you live into a deeper level of truth, what's on the other side of that is the opportunity to have more freedom and more fulfillment um, in all phases of your life, especially with your relationship. So Drew, what I can share from all of this is good for you to recognize that there's a family pattern uh, in Man on Fire, in our brotherhood. I'm not talking about the Facebook group. We actually have a Man on Fire brotherhood where guys come to um, one of our live four-day immersions and they also join one of our coaching programs and they go on for a full year into our inner chamber as part of our uh, membership. And what we teach them all the time is that number one, you don't want to get uh, held solid with one perspective. You want to open up to multiple perspectives. And the other thing you want to be present to is that you have a unique opportunity to put an end to generational patterns. You have a beautiful opportunity to be the nodal point that says this pattern got carried over through generations. It now is in front of me and I get to be the one that puts an end to it. So I don't pass this on to my kids. So Kudos to you for recognizing this. Kudos to you for wanting to clean this up. And to be able to clean it up means you have to walk with a higher level of integrity. It means you have to be willing to accept and embrace and experience the emotions that come along with this pattern, which could be shame. It could be guilt. It could be jealousy. It could be feelings of unworthiness. It could be feelings of unlovableness. And you have to ultimately have a value for these emotions. They don't need to consume you to the point where you then alter how you're living your life. But there can be beautiful emotions that you simply give yourself permission to feel, which could take take seconds to minutes. And this is something that we're passionate about teaching the men that enter our community. We teach you how to feel these emotions and not actually wear them as your identity, not wear them as your life story, but rather just value them and feel them just like children in a playground that can go in and out of emotions. They don't get stuck on emotions. We do. We get stuck on emotions or we get stuck avoiding emotions and then we get stuck on certain identities like I'm not good enough or... Uh, I'm unworthy, or uh, I have shame, I have guilt. So the thing that you want to focus on is learning how to somatically connect with these experiences and these emotions so that they don't run your life. And just being with them and valuing them and seeing that they actually have a gift to offer you. The other thing that is obvious that's going to be required here, Drew, and this is always the common theme, is you have to have, uh, you have to be humble, like you have to have a humility, and you have to have a hunger to truly want to grow yourself as a man. Because for you to get to the other side of this and for you to put an end to this pattern that's coming up in your relationships where you're probably uh, giving off the energy of um, lack of respect for yourself, feelings of unworth, uh, feelings of unlovableness, maybe being you know overly jealous, overly possessive, or overly controlling, you got to get all that handled. Otherwise, you know how this plays out. You're going to push a, a woman away from you because it's unattractive. When a man doesn't have full ownership of who he is, when a man can give up wanting to be liked, when a man can reclaim his self-respect, when a man can be deeply rooted in the knowingness of who he is, you're not looking for external validation. That's where you can cut the cords of codependency and the strings that you've intertwined where you don't really have a need from your partner. You need less. In fact, your only need is to want to fill her needs. And that's coming from a place of wanting to bring joy and fulfillment to her. It's not about you, not about so you could feel like you're good enough. It's about total service to your partner. So in a nutshell, Drew, what I'm inviting you to explore is get involved with something uh, or someone or program like Man on Fire where you are going to be supported and you are going to be challenged to step into a bigger and better version of yourself and, you, and you'll be held accountable to that. And that challenge can't come from your lady. They don't want to challenge you. They want you to rise to the challenge of who you are as a man and they want you to live into the congruence of who that man is. And that's all that's required. So Thank you for submitting that question, Drew, and I'm going to trust that how I answered it is going to support you. 
All right, let's move on to the next question. That will be with Fred Rivera. Fred Rivera. So Fred writes, I really love my girl and I broke her trust. I've been trying not to get angry, but I've been showing a lot of emotions lately and I explode when she asks for space. She has a guy friend that I've been jealous of because they used to date years ago. How can I turn our relationship around and gain her trust back? All right. So Fred, and, and even going back to Drew, you know, th there's a common theme here. And the common theme here is when a man hasn't grown himself enough, when you haven't done the work to really uh, foster a healthy relationship with yourself and get to a place where there's not codependency, get to a place where you're not trying to control your partner. Because what control is really about is the human need that we call certainty. And when we don't feel safety in life with certain things, we try to control life. And when we try to control life, we downsize life. And when we try to control and downsize life, what we're really trying to control is escaping and avoiding the feelings of not being good enough, feeling unworthy and feeling undeserving of love, which is exactly what's playing out in both Fred, your situation and Robert, uh, sorry, Fred, your situation and with Drew that we spoke to earlier. And what's going to be required is just like I shared with the first man, with Drew, which is you are going to have to be willing to grow yourself because she sees through these games. She sees the and feels the subtle, if not so subtle manipulation. She feels the daggers and the steamrolling and the gaslighting and you trying to control her. And, and what she's recognizing, guys, is that you're just not in ownership of who you are. Like if you have trust issues in the relationship, you have to address that head on. It's not about her having a friendship with another man. It's about you digging deeper and getting present to, you know, where is the trust lacking in the relationship and what could you do to foster a healthy relationship that's built on morals and values and principles as opposed to you being a wounded little boy or the wounding of the teenager that carries jealousy into his relationships when he gets into his 30s, 40s, and 50s because she can feel that. She can sense that it's not a turn on. It's a turn off. And it will make her want to wander away from you. And you have complete control over this. And the way that you handle this is you do the work. You do the work to grow yourself as a man. You do the work to come back into more congruence and alignment with who you really are, which is I'm not worried about anything external to me. If, as long as I have my feet in the earth and I'm rooted and in, in centered in who I am, as long as I'm owning my power in a way where I'm not steamrolling others, but it's authentic. And as long as I trust my intuitive guidance and I, and I have a beautiful relationship that I'm fostering with, uh, you know, the spirits or call it God, then you're living, you're living and walking your path. You're living with congruence. And that's a woman is sexy when you are truly having the courage to step into your potential as a man. And when you're not, when you're not crushing it in life, you know, whether it's you're disconnected from your, your mission, your true mission and purpose in life, when you're not living with, with passion, when you're not really in your power, you guys have to understand that that creates lack of safety for a woman. That ultimately becomes a turnoff for a woman. I mean, what woman wouldn't want to be with a man that wants to grow himself, that wants to step more into his true potential, that, you know, get off the TV, get away from playing video games, get away from the internet, get away from the alcohol, the weed, the porn, all these forms of pain management that you hide behind and put all that energy towards growing yourself as a man and growing the relationship. So with each share that you guys submit, you're going to see that the suggestions that I'm offering you or the perspectives that I'm offering you all fall under the category of it's time to grow. 
there's no magical answer that I'm going to give you that's going to make this headache go away. You have to accept exactly where things are at and be willing to deal with the energy that's in front of you. You're not making it go away. You can't manipulate your way out of the situation. There's just no way around it other than through it, right into the center. And most of you are too afraid to go into the center, too afraid to confront the energy of the relationship because you haven't built yourself enough. Yeah, Drew, I'll, I'll get you more support in the Firestarter. I know you joined one of our car- coaching programs, Fred. I know that you didn't step in. So I, I would invite you to reconsider. And and re- that was all the way back in November. You know, So you could have already been living into a different version of yourself. So here we are you know, three months later and probably nothing has changed. So get your ass back on the phone with one of our coaches. All right, let's get to uh, the next question with Robert Boggs. Robert Boggs. All right, so Robert writes, in my family, the women have always been the strong personalities and men have sat back and let it be. 13 years ago, I married a truly exceptional lady and kind of carried it over. A couple of months ago, she decided that she wanted a separation. It upset her that I bought a little piece of land. I explained that just because I own it doesn't mean that I'm leaving. Now that I'm taking charge of my work situation, I used to depend on her and my personal life. I didn't have one apart from her. Is this a mistake? All right, Robert, let me address the bigger picture in in everything that you're writing here, which is you don't have communication with your wife. She doesn't know what you're thinking. She doesn't know what you're feeling. You're most likely in your head. Um, You bite your tongue. You don't address the energy most likely that's in front of you, meaning confront the real conversations, confront the real energy where she doesn't have to guess what's going on. She doesn't have to guess what your intentions are. What is screaming at me is that there's a a breach in how you communicate. She doesn't trust you. And let's look at the real reason as to why did she really uh, initially say she wants to be separated and how long do you think that had been festering inside of her, right? So if you grew up around a lot of strong women, then you most likely grew up around a lot of women that were more controlling and more in their masculine. And you most likely modeled what the men were doing, which was you were more in your feminine. And every man has a masculine and a feminine. I'm not looking at this as a good thing or a bad thing, but you have to recognize when more of your masculine leadership needs to emerge and come to the surface and be in the forefront, as opposed to you being passive and you being submissive and you abdicating your leadership and you lacking decision-making skills and you lacking the ability to be disciplined and losing focus and losing presence. That's not okay because those are the qualities and characteristics and traits we as men must possess if we want to have a healthy relationship. And also, the more that we're able to go into this mature level of our masculinity and embody this type of leadership, the more we create the the uh, sacred privilege for our partner to be able to go into her feminine, for her to be able to be in the full reveal of her heart and expose herself to you and to the world because she can trust that you're the masculine pillar of strength that she could truly lean into. So I think, Robert, what's really required here is that you start having real deep, authentic conversations with your wife and you let her know that, hey, this isn't about the piece of land. Yeah, I did a shitty job communicating what that was about. This is more about let's address the energy of what led to the separation because I don't want to get separated. I want to be with you if that's your truth and speak to that and help and help, you know, find out through the art of your um, questions. Ask her, like, you know, how did it come to this point? Like I'm embarrassed that I that I didn't really see this coming, or I'm embarrassed that I I sold you short and I didn't I didn't confront the energy of our relationship and I became passive and I and I allowed you to to be in those emotions of pain and I just did nothing about it. Like that's not okay. Like I sold you short. I betrayed you. I betrayed your trust. It's not okay. And and she needs to feel that you're willing to go in there and go into the deeper conversations 
So she most likely asking for her separation was more of a test, you know, to see like, would you step up? Would you change? Would you claim her? Would you develop the yearning for her again? Would you look at her through the masculine presence and like really hold her and cherish her and worship her and protect her heart? And, and that's likely been missing from your marriage. So there, there's a lot of work that you got to do here and a lot of conversations that are going to, going to need to take place. This has nothing to do with the land, zero to do with the land. If anything, you, you want to, you want to have a piece of land that the two of you can escape to. And of course, as a man, you always want your own place, your sanctuary where you can reboot and you can recenter and you can get to nature and you can disappear for the weekend or a week. And should celebrate that. But that's it's not about that right now. You guys don't have trust and you don't have communication. And you, Robert, are going to need to restore that. All right, guys, we've already uh, answered three or four of your questions. So let's get into Adam Clark's question. Adam writes, I was raised in a home where I was severely abused from the age of 7 to 14 when I turned my parents in for child abuse. I got married 18 years ago not knowing the issues that would arise because of my upbringing. My wife now is seeking a divorce and is doing everything to erase my presence from her life. How do I change my life around when it just doesn't seem to matter at all? All right, Adam. Obviously, we all we all could empathize and have compassion uh, for what you went through. I, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And you know what you shared with us and your your question here. There's a lot to it, and I will do my best to to really honor and serve you right now. So put put the woman to the side for a moment because if our if our joy as a man is whether or not uh, she's with me or she leaves me then we haven't done enough growth on ourselves where if we lose our house or if we lose our car if we lose our money or if we lose our our lady our queen then all of a sudden you know we don't feel like we're good enough then I can promise you then those things were just distractions those things were just external forms of validation to try to bring you into a feeling that you couldn't generate for yourself. And this is the problem that with every share that every one of you is submitting, it really has nothing to do with your, your lady. It has nothing to do with your wife or your girlfriend or your fiance or your queen. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with you and your willingness to want to grow. It has to do with you and your willingness to want to take every single hurt and wound and trauma that you've ever had in your life. And rather than be the victim to them, and I'm not diminishing what happened to any of you from sexual abuse to physical abuse to emotional abuse to death. I'm not, I'm not diminishing any of that, but you have to decide as a man, is my past going to define me and create an identity that I live into of unworthiness and unlovableness and shame and guilt? Or am I going to recognize that my past happened the way my past happened so that ultimately I could take every one of my hurts, wounds, and traumas and turn it into a gift? and give more of myself to the world, be more available, more of my heart is available, more of my energy is available. And I'm taking all those hurts and I'm converting it into rocket fuel to give more of me, more of the fullness, my authenticity to humanity. That's why we're hurt in life. That's why we're wounded. The greatest wounds that were people who have been hurt the most, they're here to offer the greatest gifts to the world. And I, it's too easy for us to be supported in well, because of this, this, and this, because these things happened to me, that's why I'm screwed up. No, that's bullshit for anyone out there that's thinking that way. And again, I'm not diminishing what happened to you, but that is your way of hiding behind your greatness. That is your way of excusing yourself from not having to take a greater level of responsibility to who you are as a man, who you are as a masculine leader. And that's your way of hiding and being able to have a justification or a reason or excuse or a story as to why your life sucks. 
And you're using that as an excuse to not step up. You're using that as an excuse to not step into the fullness of who you were born to be, rise to your true potential and give of yourself to the world. For any of you guys out there that are like depressed or or anxious and, and this is like your life, here's some simple advice for you. Start giving to other people. Don't even make life about yourself. Come out of your egocentric world where you feel unworthy and unlovable and, and you think it's all about you and just start, go visit children in a hospital that have cancer. Go put an end to sex trafficking. Do something that is of contribution to other people. Stop making it about yourself. So for those of you that are new and this is like the first time you're hearing me or you're, you're pretty new to this Facebook group, this is the level of transparency. This is the level of congruence that you're going to be held to when you hear me speaking, I'm going to hold your ass to the fire, guys. I'm not going to let you downsize the bigness of who you are and hide behind your convenient stories, justifications, and reasons and excuses as to why your life can't be exceptional and extraordinary because it can. The only thing in the way is you. And the only thing in the way is you haven't had the courage to rise. The only thing in the way is you haven't had the courage to step up, man up, and choose to want to grow yourself. And this is why you join cultures like Man on Fire. This is why you join communities like Man on Fire, where you will be held accountable to your true greatness. You will be held accountable to your true potential. You will be supported. You'll be challenged. Why? Because men will rise with challenge. You're not going you're not gonna to rise from talk therapy. You're not going to rise from talking to somebody. You're not going to rise because your lady said something to you. You're going to rise when you have a guy in your face not buying into your bullshit, not letting you contract, not letting you shrink. And seeing the real you, seeing your true soul, not your wound, but who you truly are as a man, who you are as a soul, and supporting you and bringing that version of you to humanity. That's what you'll get if you join one of our coaching programs, especially our Ignited Coaching Program, where you get your ass to one of our live four-day immersions, because that's where you will be asked to drop your act, the act of being unworthy and unlovable, and give up the shame, and give up the guilt, and give up the jealousy, and step into who you truly are. Find that congruence, find that alignment, the most authentic version of you and, and dare to live that version of you. How many people's lives can be impacted by you stepping the fuck up? How many people's lives can be changed from your children to your ex, to your wife, whoever it is, parents, how many people can have a different life because you're stepping up? But if you hold on to your shit, you hold on to your past and you want to keep blaming your past, you're just using that as a crutch to not step into the fullness of your power. So we've heard Tony Robbins say, your past doesn't define your destiny. Your history doesn't define your destiny. It's the decisions you're willing to make today. So what decision are you guys willing to make today? Who's willing to step up? Who's willing to grow? Who's willing to say, I'm ready to grow? And if you are, I'll reach out to you and see if you're eligible to hop on the phone with one of our coaches to discuss one of our coaching programs, whether it's our Firestarter entry-level program, whether it's our Ignited coaching program, which includes a live four-day immersion, let's see who's truly ready. Or is this just going to be some cool stuff that you heard? You get a little rise out of it, like watching Rocky. Yeah, yeah, starting tomorrow, I'm going to go to the gym and the alarm clock goes off and you don't do shit. And the reason you don't is because you don't have guys like me and guys from my community in your face calling you out, pushing you, stretching you, and calling you forward into your true potential. So you're getting truth serum right now. So what's real? What are you hearing and what I'm sharing? Who's ready to give up their bullshit? Who's ready to give up their excuses? Who's ready to give up their stories? Who's ready to give up their justifications? And all the crap that you know deep down is nothing more than a lie. And it's your way of hiding. Hiding because you're terrified of failing. 
when deep down you know you're built for more and you're playing small. Cut the shit. A bunch of you came on to this live today to get help, right? I've broken her trust. Help, I've broken her trust. And how much longer is she going to punish me, right? How much longer is she going to punish me? So I've been answering that question this entire life. You guys have been hearing the answer to this exact question. And she's not trying to punish you. She's waiting for the real you to emerge into this new man until you're living into this new version of you. Why should she trust you? Why should she if you're not stepping up and embodying and embracing a new up-leveled version of yourself? So the question is, how long has it been that you've broken the trust? How long has the buildup been? How much layers around her heart have you allowed her to put up? How many bricks has she put that stacked the wall where she had to guard her heart? How long has this been going on? How long have you been not confronting the energy thinking, well, since we're not fighting, everything must be okay? Or uh, since we still have sex here and there, everything must be okay. No, you know deep down you're avoiding. You know deep down you're escaping. You know deep down that you're not addressing and not confronting and not facing exactly what you know you need to face. So how long for her has there been heartbreak? And so what are you going to need to do to start turning this around? What are you going to need to do is simple. You're going to need, and this is how my wife explains it to me, you're going to need to learn how to penetrate the moment, meaning come in in your true masculine, not steamrolling her, not gaslighting her, not coming from your head, not trying to be right, coming in with the ability to listen, feel, and allow her to sense and feel there's a different man that's standing in front of me right now. I could feel his masculine energy. I could feel his masculine presence. I can feel the strength in him where he can penetrate me and I can lay down my force field and I can let him in. This is exactly what happened to Tanya Viteri, a wife of one of the men in our Man on Fire program after he came to our four-day immersion. His name's Antonio because he was millimeters from divorce. She said that David, when he came home, before he even opened his mouth, it felt like a masculine hurricane came through the door. She described the energy of feeling the vibration before he even opened his mouth. Every one of you has the ability to learn how to embody that core energy, how to embody that true masculine energy. And from that place, you can do what my wife suggests, which is penetrate the moment, meaning through the fierceness of your presence, through no agenda other than to be present and other than to take fierce ownership of all the ways that you've let her down, all the ways that you've betrayed her. And you're not apologizing so that you can feel better. You're apologizing because you truly get the impact of what it's done to her heart and what it's done to her soul by you not showing up and stepping up as the man that she deserves. You can sense and you can feel this and you're willing to take ownership for it. And you're making this about her. And if you can do that, if you can penetrate the moment because there are no magic words, right? I said in the email, who wants to learn the magical sentence or the magical words that you can say to her? There are none. It's the magical energy that you bring forward. Because you, I could give you the perfect words to say to her. And it won't mean anything if she can't feel you. 
because your energy trumps your words. People don't remember your words. That's 7% out of 100. People remember what somebody said. 7% of an experience is the words that were said. It's the experience that they had. It's the energy that's brought forward. So the invitation for you guys is to change your energy, get into a more congruent version of yourself. Well, how do I do that? You choose to grow yourself. Well, how do I do that? You join a brotherhood. You join a community that will challenge you and push you and stretch you to the thing that means most to you, which is growing as a man. Like if you want to become a better golfer, we all know to take lessons, right? You want to learn how to paraglide or sail or ski, you take lessons. You learn from the best. You learn from a mentor. You learn from an expert. You learn from somebody who already has it figured out. We have it figured out in our Man on Fire Brotherhood. We have it figured out in our coaching programs. This is why guys join our coaching programs. This is why guys come to our live four-day immersions. We have a formula. We have reproducible results. We know how to teach you guys to get away from the lesser versions of you and step into a more congruent version of who you truly are. This is what you want to bring to the world. This is where you're going to have more passion, more power, and be more on purpose. That's sexy. That's what your lady wants from you. She wants to see that you have passion for life. You're out of your head and you're living with passion from your heart. She wants to feel the authenticity of your power, not steamrolling, not pseudo alpha male. She wants to feel your heart behind your power, your congruence, your alignment, your coherence. And she wants to know, is my man living with purpose or is he sitting on the couch playing video games? Is he just doing a job for the sake of just making a couple of bucks or is he aligned with his true mission and purpose in life? This is what's required. All right. Let's get to Ron Walter's question. Ron writes, it has been five months since I originally gave up my bed because right after her demand for separation, my wife had surgery and wanted to heal. We are communicating and embracing. However, she says she is still not in love with me. I have changed through this program and she has recognized that. How long do I wait to reclaim my bed? Okay, good question, Ron. So the answer is it's not a linear time frame. Get get rid of the dates, guys. Stop putting a date on it or an ultimatum on it or you know, this needs to happen by April or if it doesn't happen by this month, then I'm going to – the question is how invested are you in truly growing, not how long is it before I get to come back into my bed. The question is how committed are you to truly growing and stepping into a new version of you because if that's the commitment, then the answer is as long as it fucking takes. If you truly want to reclaim yourself and you truly want to reclaim her heart, then the answer is as long as it takes. And if you're authentic and genuine and sincere about your willingness to grow and you dive in and you get with experts, professionals such as myself, you can compress time. And how long it takes is your willingness to do the work, your willingness to play full out, your willingness to allow yourself to be supported and coached, your willingness to be held accountable and challenged. That's how long it will take. Because as soon as your energy starts to shift, as soon as she can feel a greater level of coherence and authenticity and congruence from you, then nonlinear timeframes prevail. Meaning there is no linear time frame. Oh, it's gonna take three months. Oh, it's gonna take six months. If you're in your power, guys, you can compress time where things that look like they're gonna take months to years can take seconds to minutes. And I know that that boggles the mind because the mind thinks it's going to take a lot of work. But the truth is, it's going to require your heartfelt, genuine, courageous willingness to do the work. And everyone moves at different paces. Everyone is a, is a little kernel of popcorn. We turn up the heat. Some of you pop fast. 
A lot of you pop together and then there's some late poppers. That's how it works. We all grow at a different pace. It's not a race. You have to honor where you're at. You have to honor where you're headed. And you have to honor how deep do you really want to take this? How much growth do you really want in your life? And once you bust through a ceiling, do you stop there and just land on a new floor? Or are you willing to go to the next ceiling? And if you join our brotherhood, I can promise you, we will consistently push you to bust through every ceiling and continue to step into a more congruent version of yourself. All right. I told my wife a half an hour, so I'm, I, I, uh, I'm out of integrity here. So you know what? I'm going to end it here. So guys, thank you for your authentic and genuine and vulnerable shares. As always, it's an honor and a privilege to be able to serve you. All right, guys, so much love. Have a beautiful weekend, as I know I will. Much love, guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Then share with your friends and leave us a raving review. To connect with David, you can find him at www.manonfirerising.com or on Facebook. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Man on Fire podcast with David Mailer.